Jumbo. Hi. How are you doing? <sighs> Good evening, I guess. Yeah, it's a Friday evening. I am seated in my room going through Romans 4 again and just I don't know. You know, sometimes it's a battle, yeah, within me to just understand how crazy this entire salvation thing is how crazy what jesus did is and just how i don't know how impossible it feels or seems that just one man's sacrifice can cleanse us all it's it's crazy it's beautiful it's extraordinary revolutionary in fact (laughs) hi my name is Laura, Laura Tim. If you're new here, welcome. I'm so, so happy to be, I was going to say to be listening to you. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so happy that you're listening to this right now. And that one way or another, someone has led you to Laura and said, and I pray that you will stay and continue to have a beautiful time with us as we just discover things in God's word. Yeah. So a background story to why I started doing um, the book of Rome or just the, the, the general conviction to start this was just trying to come to an understanding of my faith and then I read Romans and I was amazed and I, I couldn't keep quiet. I just felt like I need to tell people what we have in Jesus Christ. It's so beautiful. So I'm glad that you're here and I pray we'll go through this journey together in enjoy it and just have a good time yeah so um today is you know let me just talk about romans 4 for a bit um i was um just you know trying to go through commentaries and you know looking at them and you know trying to come to an understanding of what more is in romans 4 that if i'm like i'm not seeing right now one thing i would really advise you um, is to go through um, what are these things called commentaries when you're reading just they, they help you to just understand more what you're what you're reading about from people who have had just even more experience who have dug a little deeper to get to understand better what what the word of god was meaning or means in different situations yeah so sometimes when i think of salvation and you know um works and the gift of salvation through just believing in jesus christ sometimes you can think but isn't it unfair that you know there are people who are doing good work whatnot things like that and like that you know is is like ideally not the way to get eternal life and at first i thought of it as unfair then when i when i realized what salvation what having the free gift of salvation has done i realized it has given all of us freedom imagine you do not it has given you so much freedom in that it's not about the things that you do but it's about you believing in jesus christ it's like that that is the foundation of the rest of your life in christianity just believing it makes me realize just how powerful God is and I'm going to get to that as I continue you know as I start reading Romans 4 and just how God is God and sometimes 
when we think we're just going to work through our salvation, we take everything into our own hands and think it's by our power and yet it's by his power and how everything in the world, like from the creation of the world and this continuous evolution, I guess, of the world is it's sitting in the palm of his hands. I'm going to explain to you why I'm saying that as we read through Romans 4. So Romans 4 is again um, a Paul still writing to the people in Rome. And, you know, I've, I've realized that as Paul was writing these writings, it seemed as though he was trying to address both, you know, the Jews and the Gentiles. Jews are, you know, the, is it the, the seven tribes, 12, 12, sorry, seven, lol. <laughs> the 12 tribes of Israel. Hmm? And then the Gentiles are all of us, all of us who are not Jews. And um, I think, you know, in that time, the Jews, some of the Jews must have started, I don't know, getting, I think, big-headed. Eh? <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. But like feeling like, I don't know, um, they are above, I don't know, taking for granted, I guess, what what their position was. I mean, being like the, the very fast as if original children of God, yeah? <laughs> and then, so Jesus came and just literally unified all of us. He made all of us the same and there was no like work work that you had to do or something like that but that that your entire christianity starts from the point at which you say i believe in jesus christ and i believe that you came you died and you freed me and justified me through your death and resurrection from sin i am free from sin because of you and then afterward the rest of your life becomes an unfolding of that and i see that even just in my life you know i gave my life to god um in the early 2000s i must have been in like p p6 i think <laughs> in uh, p6 in um, what do they call it primary yes so i gave my life to god in sunday school at watoto church and then after just saying i believe you know putting up my hand and in watoto they used to give us like these little books yeah where uh what now it's called a what now book or you write down you know i believe what not and then i think it takes you through the book of john a little into the book of John, I think I don't remember, but yeah, that little book. I've realized now that it was, you know, just me saying, "I believe," you know, I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe that He came, He died, He rose again, and has forgiven me of my sin. After that, the rest of my life was a continuous unfolding. I just, I like, I kept growing and growing and growing, and I have reached where I am right now simply because I believe. So now I recognize the importance in preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ so that someone can fully believe. And then after having believed, the rest of your life begins to unfold and change. And you start to become a new creation because you believe. I did a little short, short podcast. It's called Bible Shots. You can check it out on, on still my podcast channel talking about belief and how when you really truly believe in something your entire life starts to be shaped by that belief so me saying that i believed in jesus christ had meaning that then going to church even more more regularly um like okay i went to church every sunday because my parents always made sure i went to church every sunday but now it was different i 
I mean, now I believe. I believe in this thing. I, I'm not just here just for just, just. I now believe in this thing. It's like if you're working in an organization, yeah, and they tell you about their their plans, whatnot, but there you just go there and you're just working. You're just working, you're just working. Then one day when you like, the vision sits in the inside of you and you're like, wow. I actually believe in what this company is about. Your entire work will change in that moment because now you believe like everything you do will now have purpose in that because now you actually believe in their mission, in their vision. It's now a part of you. So that's what happens. That's why we need to tell people about Jesus Christ. That's why we need to tell people what what they have received in Jesus Christ so that they may believe and then we leave everything else to God. We direct them, you know, go to a Bible-based church. Um, you know, start start reading the Bible and everything else because now you believe, excuse me, will start being directed and attached to that belief. Can you imagine? It's really beautiful. And now I understand why. Why, why it's so important that we tell people about believing and why it's so important that people believe because it is from belief that, there, that we have the overflow of our lives. Believing, my first step in believing in Jesus Christ is what years later has led me to right now. Laura and Zenza doing podcasts, blogs, just telling people about Jesus but because I originally just believed. Yeah. So what salvation did was teach us that works, you know, the work that we do, the, okay, the works that we do, works meaning trying to do good works to be seem pleasing before God, are not, okay, are not what will bring us lasting change or lasting transformation. I did a previous podcast, probably like the third podcast that was talking about how how a, a lot of people would do things, but they were not from the heart, you know? You just do works just for sure so that everyone can see it, but it was not inside your heart that these things are coming from the inside of you from gratitude, from love, that's something new. You're now born afresh as a new person on the inside, you know. Works also could not save us because we um, because we naturally are sinners, you know. So there would probably always be something, you know, that, that would happen. And then after you, you will feel so low and you're like, oh God, I've done things again. Now let me go and work again, work again, work again. So that I try to be, to prove that I'm now better, you know. And then again, you will sin and probably do the very same thing again. And then you're like, now what, then what happens? So what Jesus did, what God did was give us a lasting solution in the death of Jesus Christ. For the wages of sin was death, but one man paid the entire cost for us and once we believe that and find all the gratitude that we have in that that's when our insights begin to change that's when we start to become more beautiful i haven't always been like this you know as i have grown as i have truly believed and now started like reading the word of god i have found that I found transformation happening slowly by slowly. Chains have broken off. Things that I used to be so attached to have broken off. But because of the constant grace of God, because of me continuously going to him and seeking repentance, and he says, I've forgiven you again, and you know, he doesn't count my sin. Like that, that keeps on happening, has been changing me, changing me, changing me. So that's what Jesus has given us, you know. 
so anyway <laughs> back to chapter 4 yeah chapter 4 it's talking about abraham being justified by faith you know so i was reading a commentary and it's talking about how people must have believed the jews must have believed. like how can you say like this is outrageous how can you say that just having faith in something is what can lead to us being righteous like how can, like how how does that even make sense and now we're going to read and find out how that happens and how 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 Abraham was actually justified through his faith in Jesus Christ not through any work that he did so not in Jesus Christ sorry through his faith in God <laughs> but not in any work that he did so it starts off by saying what then shall we say that Abraham our forefather discovered in this matter if in fact Abraham was justified by works he had something to boast about but not before God because what like what does the scripture say Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness so it's talking about how the scripture says in Genesis 15:6 that he believed and that is what was credited to him as righteousness i think paul was trying to show people that even from the very start this thing called faith believing in something is what what gave abraham our forefather because you know that just believe abraham was like their father you know like someone who has been exalted in history as being the father of all of them you know the multitudes of them and so he is using the story of abraham to show them that even abraham simply believed and it was credited to him as righteousness so it's not so outrageous for us to come here also and believe in jesus christ and that is where we receive righteousness from we, re- we receive his righteousness yeah i would really encourage you to go back to like this entire series start from the beginning and keep listening and seeing how we have grown through what we are learning yeah so that you you can understand <laughs> more of what i'm saying yeah and so um what was i talking about yes so we stopped there and verse 4 goes on to say now when a man works his wages are not credited to him as a gift but as an obligation however to a man who does not work but trusts god who justifies the wicked his faith is credited as righteousness so i i want to go to genesis verse chapter 15 verse like 4 to 6 and read something for you that really caught my attention It said then the word of god sorry then the word of the lord came to him This man will not be your heir but the son coming from your own body will be your heir. He took him outside and said, "Look up at the heavens and count the stars if indeed you can count them." Then he said to him, "So shall your offspring be." And verse 6 says, "Abram believed the Lord" and he credited it to him as righteousness now i don't know like one thing that amazes me is that so abraham was told 
that you're going to have children as many as the stars in the sky this guy is a, a hundred or something years old you know what it must have taken for him to believe like to just not what not what it took for him to believe but for him to just decide to believe that that was what was credited to him as righteousness so it also brings us to the position of it feels impossible that one man can die for all our sins and we receive his righteousness hmm? but i want to dare you to just believe it just believe it believe it and then see how the rest of your life unfolds so in that instance abraham had no idea what it meant to have children as many as the stars in the sky he had no idea that that actually meant that even us would be his children because we are okay I'm going to explain that as we keep going <laughs> but that even us because of our faith in Jesus Christ we're also going to be his children like it may have he may have thought maybe it's just going to be only in my lineage but it even moved beyond his own lineage into us who are ideally the gentiles yeah what God was telling him was even like more vast beyond his knowledge but that was not a concern okay that that was not abraham's concern the same way i want you to find freedom in the realization that the rest of your life eternity and how you're going to get there just shouldn't be your concern your first concern should just be believing believing in him believing in jesus christ believing that when he died he died for you and your sins are forgiven by his blood that on the cross he justified you and after you have believed that keep acting like you believe go to church read your bible just act like a person who believes and before you know it the rest of your life it will keep unfolding somehow because god is just that big see how abraham's entire story started with him believing that he's going to get a son okay so the son comes and he could have asked himself but wait what do you mean i'm going to get multitudes is sarah going to have like a thousand or billions of children She's, I, i don't think that's possible but that was not his concern the idea of eternal life and how how it's going how we're going to get there how heaven generally what i've understood from abraham's story is that that really shouldn't be our primary concern but our primary concern being just believing in jesus christ because it's from that point in believing that everything happens just our faith in him every other thing happens the story unfolds by god's power not even by ours as soon as we believe the story unfolds i mean i'm looking at my life right now i believed in jesus christ in 2006 when i was a child Did I even imagine that I would be here today right now doing a podcast? Did I ever imagine that I would have the boldness to speak about Jesus? Did I ever imagine that I would let go of so many things that held me for years? And did I ever imagine that I would become a light for so many people? I didn't. I didn't know I could get here. I had no idea, but all I did was just have that one instance where I had faith and everything else like even my future life to come, it has unfolded by the power of God. He is that big. He is God. We're talking about a person who created the earth from nothing. 
nothing as in his word just his word created the earth and so if i could also take him at his word if he says that he loved me so much that god so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever believes in him shall have shall not perish but have eternal life then that's all i need to believe i just need to believe that that i am not going to perish and i have eternal life and i have it and that's it and after that i need to start acting like someone who believes you know acting as someone who believes just start reading your word just start believing that you're going to be transformed and slowly by slowly through his power he will lead you to the exact places you need to be i mean he's that big and your entire life will unfold just like how abraham's entire life has unfolded and here we are like centuries after multiple children of god from every race and color and tribe and all of us are children of faith the faith that was shown to us through abraham who had faith in the impossible idea that he's going to have children as many as the stars in the sky isn't that so freeing like that you don't have to work for this that all you have to do is just believe believe and then see the rest like it will unfold so long as you keep the faith keep believing every day keep believing in Jesus Christ keep believing that your sins are forgiven forgive yourself and repent of your sins and God again will still forgive you and see yourself become such a beauty I think even I don't know who I'm going to be 20 years from now. Like I could I could again be a totally different person, even just more beautiful in Christ. Hallelujah. <laughs> And all of that is in God's hands. I need not worry. What I need to hang on to is the fact that I believe and he will write the entire story. Every promise of his will come to pass because he is God and because he is faithful. So if he has promised you that you have eternal life, you're going to receive it so long as you believe. So keep the faith. Keep believing. Wow, that's so freeing right there. So let me get back to Romans. I've lost my page, friends. La 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 la. la. <laughs> we find it. Um yes, here we are. So, when we go on to say verse, I think 6. David says the same thing when he speaks of the blessedness of the man to whom God credits righteousness apart from works. Blessed are they whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man whose sin the Lord will never count against him. David saw this time to come amazing and he was like blessed are we and we so blessed to be in such a time where our sins are not counted it's so beautiful that so long as we believe we are freed you know the same thing happened to the prostitute i love talking about the story because it's so amazing how this lady just came desperately crying before jesus wiping his feet with her hair and just like like I am so wrong. I am so dirty. Now imagine what she would have had to do. Continue working, continue working to try and cleanse herself from the multitudes of sin that she has on her. And like it would have been too difficult because maybe she'd keep falling once in a while like she would get better and then maybe 
the devil does something and she falls a bit then she tries to get better and then now she'll always be going back to square one to try and work 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 to make something of herself that she may finally make it to heaven work so hard but god because he is such a loving father gave us a free gift in jesus christ that all we had to do was believe all she had to do was run to him that time seated where he was seated believe in him and he said you have been forgiven your faith is what has forgiven you has led to your forgiveness and so that's it all we have to do is also similarly just believe you know and this free gift has been given to all of us for all of you who feel like you've been doing so much good you know so much good and you want to keep doing good and you'll make it to heaven i want you to know that, that you don't really have to live like that you don't all you have to do yourself also is believe and start reading the word of god and start seeing like even the things that you feel like you want to do and be good will just come out of the outflow of love that's inside you and gratitude to jesus christ that's on the inside of you and then you who feels you have sinned too much and you're like so gone and you're wondering can i ever be accepted can i ever be good enough can i can i can i ever get to the place of being good enough again you also have the free gift of salvation where you can just believe in Jesus Christ believe that he died for you i want you to stop to know that right now you can tell believe in him and you're free from every single sin that you ever committed you are vindicated you have the righteousness of Jesus Christ being righteous means being right morally right i mean you're good you're excellent like there's nothing better than you and so imagine in our dad while we were still sinners we received that from Jesus Christ we have received his righteousness his righteousness like his life like his goodness and it's what stands before us you know that's it's just so beautiful to know that all of us have this free gift so i want you to know that you too can receive it only believe just believe and just like just get it to a good church just start following him no matter how many times you fall i want you to keep getting up do you know how the word shows us that you can still get up it shows us in the lives of the disciples simon peter denied jesus three times and at the end when jesus had resurrected and was leaving he asked simon peter do you love me he said yes do you love me he said yes and do you know what jesus told him feed my sheep even if he had denied him three whole times jesus gives us chance after chance so i don't care how bad you feel right now how terrible you feel how much of a sinner you think you are even if you went back and did something again i don't care it doesn't matter all you have to do is go back to him just tell him lord i'm sorry these things keep happening but i ask for your strength paul had the strength to say before god in the book of corinthians he was saying that you know he does he, he what he doesn't want to do he does at this no that's in the book of rome but in the book of corinthians talks about how he had a thorn in his flesh you know and he keeps just doing this wrong thing and then christ says that his grace is sufficient 
it's sufficient. He has more than enough grace for you in your weakness. And so whenever you feel weak, I want you to know that you you can have the audacity to go before him. Why? Because you have been freed by the son and made a son and daughter of the Lord Jesus Christ, of the Lord through Jesus Christ. So you actually, you are, you have the audacity to go before your father and say, I am sorry. The same way the prodigal son had the audacity to just pick up his things. And you know what? He went to, he went to his father and said, something like even if even if you just make me a worker it's okay like it's okay i've done so much bad and even if you just make me a worker it's okay but do you know what his father did he said just come and he put a whole fist and accepted him back and restored him to his position as his son it didn't matter what he had done he was always waiting for him and i want you to know that jesus is always waiting for you always waiting for you god is always waiting for you don't hold on to that sin just say you're sorry he says that he's faithful and he is just and he will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness if we repent so you can say lord i'm sorry repent and every every single thing will be forgiven he will remember it no more he won't even tell you about it and he will take you into his arms and he'll always be willing to purify you and make you better and show you the right way to go so no matter how many times you fall go back to your belief believe again and receive again okay your father hasn't left you at all you're always his you'll always be his and he always wants you home with him we have a lot to cover and i've already gone like you know nearly 30 minutes <laughs> into this and i just want you to know that you're free i want you to know that you can have the audacity right now to just say god i'm sorry cleanse me and in that moment he will and I want you to know that you can have the audacity again no matter how much you have failed and no matter how hard it feels because you're, you feel like you're working so hard for salvation I want you to know that you don't have to do that or you just start from the base of believing and every other thing will unfold just like how Abraham's life unfolded and now he is the father of all believers through faith so even your eternity will come simply through your constant faith. Keep believing. Keep believing. Keep going back to God. Keep going back to God. Keep believing. And he will lead you right to that position. Yeah. And so verse 9 goes on to say, Is this blessedness only for the circumcised? also for the uncircumcised we have been saying that abraham's faith was credited to him as righteousness under what circumstances was it credited was it after he was circumcised or before it was not after but before so anyway this particular part is um abraham talking about sorry paul talking about how you know sometimes i think maybe the jews used to think that so like who does this so-called righteousness through faith belong to is it to us who actually have the sign of us being children of god because we are circumcised or like 
can't like this is a part that also tells the gentiles us that we actually have a part in this it's not only for the jews it's for everyone you know because it talks about how abraham received this this, this word of god in genesis 15:6 that said it was that um that uh, this has been credited that that your faith has been credited to you as righteousness even before he was circumcised so this entire idea of having faith and it being credited to you as righteousness belongs to all of us both to the circumcised who are the Jews you know and the uncircumcised who are the gentiles as well so he said that's so beautiful like through the story of Abraham and his faith and how his faith was credited to him as righteousness it shows that all of us simply through faith can receive righteousness so it comes down to us right now you know doesn't matter who you are it's that uni i don't know how can i call it unified is that equal that so long as you believe no matter the level of your sin no matter the um, no matter how little you have sinned so long as you have faith and believe in Jesus Christ you will receive his righteousness again i'm telling you please go back to like the video sorry um audio right before this one and listen to it so that you can understand this entire faith and righteousness thing that we're talking about here so um verse 11 goes on to say and he received the sign of circumcision a seal of righteousness that he had by faith while he was still uncircumcised so then he is the father of all who believe but have not been circumcised in order that righteousness might be credited to them and he is also the father of the circumcised who not only are circumcised but who also walk in the footsteps of the faith that our father Abraham had be- had before he was circumcised so in summary it's saying that all of us because in that time circumcision show was a sign to show that you like belonged to God yeah so how about these other people the gentiles who are not even Jews like who are like not this direct descendants of Abraham can they this entire concept of having faith and receiving righteousness through faith does it belong to them as well yes because even before he was circumcised the god credited his faith to him as righteousness so what qualifies us is our faith yeah amazing so what starting goes on to say it was not through law that abraham and his offspring received the promise that he would be heir of the world but through the righteousness that comes by faith for if those who believe by law are heirs faith has no value and the promise is worthless because law brings wrath and where there is no law there is no transgression therefore the promise comes by faith so that it may be by grace and may be guaranteed to all abraham's offspring not only to those who are who are of the law but also those who are of the who are of the faith of abraham he is a father of us all so this now makes us understand father abraham had many sons all of us are abraham's sons why through his act of faith we became sons through 
because even us we have faith i don't know i'm explaining it right <laughs> it's like so abraham had this act of faith that credited it to him as righteousness and the foundation of christianity hmm, is faith in jesus christ yes in through through which faith we receive the righteousness of jesus christ hmm? so abraham is the father of faith so god's promise was fulfilled in that all of us have uh, are like the multiple children that god was talking to abraham about because we are children of faith like all of us who believe are children of faith I don't know if you have got it. I really hope that you have. But like, I find this so amazing. Like, wonder what does it mean for Abraham to have many children, and that we are also his children? And now I realize that we are his children because he is our father because of that act of faith. Like, he is he is the beginning, I could say, of having faith that has been credited to you as righteousness. That faith that has made you righteous. So even us, even if we are not Jews, yeah, we are Gentiles. But we just have faith. This entire concept of having faith and getting righteousness because of faith, we become children as well of Abraham. And so God's promise was fulfilled. So which begs me to think it seems like, you know how it feels sort of like it's crazy. How are we going to have eternal life? How is it going to come to formation? Like all those things are not really something that we should really be so stressed about. You know, (laughs) our one thing should just be having faith and continuing in this faith, like continuing, continuing, continuing in believing, no matter how many times it feels impossible. So imagine Abraham, yeah, maybe year after year passes, but he continues to believe. I mean, Abraham even believed to the extent that when God told him to kill his son, he went to kill that, but like he still had faith in God. Like, I just know that God will work things out. So even us, when we have hard times, you know, when when we are struggling with like sin keeps like coming up, popping up, this like making us struggle in our Christianity, we need to turn back to our anchor that is faith in Jesus Christ, that because we have believed in him, we have received eternal life and go back to that very promise, keep on believing in it and continue seeing our lives transformed. In short, keep the faith keep the faith always remind yourself that i have been justified through faith through christ's death on the cross and my sins are counted no more because of that and so you continue believing that you are a child of god and that you have eternal life through jesus christ and again no matter how many times you fall go back go back go back keep returning keep returning to him because because it's available in that abundance god is always willing to forgive us always willing to accept us and take us in so beautiful and so i don't remember which verse i was in okay verse um oh yes verse 17 as it is written i have made you a father of many nations he is our father in the sight of god hallelujah in whom he believed the god who gives life to the dead and calls things that are not as though they were he's the god of the impossible no matter how impossible it seems that you as dirty as many sins as you have done are able to receive 
the gift of salvation simply through believing. It shows us here in verse 17 that he is a God who does impossible things. So I don't care how impossible you feel it is, but you are saved so long as you believe. Verse 18, against all hope, Abraham in hope believed and so became the father of many nations. Just as it had been said to him, so all your offspring will be. Without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead. Since he was about a hundred years old and that Sarah's womb was also dead, yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had power to do what he had promised. I want to tell you now that God has the power to do what he has promised. If he said that he loved us so much that he gave us his only son, that whosoever believes in him has eternal life, I want you to know that so long as you have believed right now, you have eternal life. You have eternal life and we can hang on to that promise. Keep believing in that promise. Keep believing in that promise. No matter how many times you fall, run back to him. Keep believing in that promise. He will make everything work out. Just the same way he made everything work out for Abraham. This is why it was credited to him as righteousness. The words it was credited to him were not written were written not for him alone but also for us to whom God will credit righteousness for us who believe in him who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead he was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification hallelujah wow the entire God loves us so much that he predestined things just to show us how like to firm to make it firm in us that we can believe and see things come to pass he showed us through abraham yes centuries ago who simply believed and now we can see what his belief has turned into we are millions and billions of children of god like Millions, not, not billions. I don't know. Are we billions? Anyway, we are about... Okay, um, the statistics I read sometimes say that there are about 24 million Christians in the world. And like we're the largest number, yeah? And so, we are, that now, right now, it has come to pass years later that he is indeed our father of faith. And we are now millions of believers. And we are all Abraham's children in this thing called faith. And so this is the same mentality I want you to have as you are approaching this entire thing of salvation. That all you needed to do was just believe. No matter how impossible it seems that you're saved. No matter how impossible it seems that you are redeemed, just believe it. Just believe it the way Abraham believed. No matter how impossible it seemed, he was years old. His, his wife's womb must have just been, according to science, dead and gone. According to your friends, you're irredeemable. According to your friends, you have sinned far too much. According to the church, you have done too much. Don't base your belief on the church. Base your belief on Jesus Christ. Don't base your belief on what people say. Some of you have been in the church, but you have sinned against God and you ran away from the church. You're no longer close to God anymore because you feel the self-condemnation that you were once in the faith and you think 
that you do, you don't deserve salvation because of what you did no matter what you did i want you to know that he came for you he didn't come for the godly he didn't come for the righteous he came for you to give you his righteousness and so i want you to know that you can have the audacity right now to believe believe in him believe that you have eternal life and just seek after him and see your whole life start to change don't worry about people don't worry about people and what they say don't worry about it just believe believe and see your life unfold the way Abraham's life has unfolded and years later we have seen this amazing story even if the world does not see it God sees your heart God sees your heart and you are vindicated before him even if you die tomorrow you will end up in heaven because it's not works that leads you there it's your belief in Jesus Christ he has given all of us that free gift we don't have to toil for salvation all we have to do is keep believing keep believing and see our lives change sometimes people think that this is wrong to say because we maybe believe that after believing you turn back to your old ways but again i'll tell you that believing means when you really believe in something you believe that it exists that means you believe that heaven exists that hell exists that you believe it everything that comes with it that means you believe in the word of god and so you will begin to act what the word of god says because you believe so your foundation is belief and after that every single thing will unfold i'm so grateful that you're here and that you listen to this i pray for you right now that if you're struggling to believe may you just raise your hand where you are in your room right now i pray that the lord will convict you to to continuously believe to believe in this free gift that you have given that he has given you and i want you to know that it's yours just believe in case right now you've been convicted to give your life to god i want you to say a prayer with me father i thank you so much that you have vindicated me from all my sin that no matter the wrong that i did just because i have believed in you right now you have given me your righteousness you have credited to me as righteousness and I have received the righteousness of Jesus Christ and all the sins i have committed and done are no longer held against me i thank you that i have been forgiven set free and now i am a new creation and i ask you lord to come into my heart and my life and continue to change and transform me and make me a better and better person as i continue to believe in you every single day of my life i thank you jesus thank you lord amen so if you say that prayer if you want to reach out to me please do reach out to me my name is Laura Tim you can find me on social media twitter uh instagram facebook on my instagram to laura and censored but on twitter i'm the encourager t-h-e-e you can email me laura team at gmail.com or lowercase and i'd be really happy really really happy to work with you and to just lead you to to help you know where to go you know to continue growing if you can find a bible based church near you please plug into our church plug into our church start attending online church if you can't start listening to radio just start attaching yourself to this new belief that you have received and if you are one who still believed in the faith but you were struggling i also want you right now to return return go back to a, go back to your church or go to a new church if you feel like your old church has too much condemnation it's okay because right now 
you are a new creation and you're seeking after God and God will lead you through if there are people you hurt he will lead you through how to apologize he will lead you through every single thing just keep believing I love you guys so much thank you so much for listening this was an amazing session I'm so happy see you again on Monday bye bye